Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. I'm your host, Loretta McNary, and we have a fabulous show scheduled for you today. And as always, you know, we may have some technical difficulties, but we'll just move past those. I'm so excited. My guest is already on. Let me see what this feedback is. So my guest is um, Soho Johnny, and he just is still reveling in his event that he had on Saturday. And we'll talk more about that. But until then, let me go ahead. I don't do a lot of introductions because that takes away from what we're trying to do with people getting to know who you are. So everybody welcome to the show, Soho Johnny. Hi, Johnny, are you there? I'm right here, Loretta. Thank you for having me on your show today. And uh, it's uh, just the season for everybody. I hope everyone's got their holiday shopping mostly down, unlike me, because I'm always a last-minute Charlie, but that's okay. It's kind of, you know, it, it, it's not uh, the holidays or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, you know, uh, people believe in, unless you have that holiday hustle, okay? And I think it's wonderful and uh I'm getting ready to do that probably after the show. But with that being said, uh, thank you again for having me. <laughs> that is wonderful. And Jesus, <laughs> greetings, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and all of that good stuff. I'm a Merry Christmas girl myself, but I'm not mad at anybody who celebrates differently from me. So, uh, Soho Johnny, tell me first how you got the name Soho Johnny. I know there's Soho New York, so does that have anything to do with it? It sure does. Uh, over, gosh, I want to say over 100 years, that sounds so long, maybe five generations of my family uh, in Soho in uh, Manhattan, you know, the Soho in Manhattan having businesses and, you know, my I guess my grandfather being an immigrant uh, over from Italy in the day and, you know, like many, you know, you know, um, grassroots stories that we have uh, made a living here and, uh trucking businesses and whatnot, and I did a real estate business over over the time, and uh, uh, so therefore, I've got that moniker over the years of Soho Johnny. Wow. So, Kelly, because you mentioned a lot of different businesses um, that your family had, and I didn't hear entertainment, so what inspired you or motivated you? Well, you know, I think, you know, I was... Uh, I was born in Manhattan, uh, then my parents moved to the Bronx, in the Boogie Down Bronx, and back in those days, it was a different city than it is today, and uh, after school, I guess, I, I guess I'm guess i talking maybe high school or whatever, 
I would have all my friends come over. My parents had bought a house, and we had a garage in the backyard. And uh, I would have all my friends come over, and after school, it was kind of like a hangout, and I had a strobe light, and I had at that time the classic rock, which is now classic rock music playing. And, you know, we did, you know, we weren't calling it jamming then, but that's, you know, what we did, and we just had a good time, and I just loved entertaining. So as the years progressed, I would throw parties bigger and bigger and have my friends. I was somewhat of a Geneva convention and brought people together that didn't speak and different family members and different branches. And it kind of morphed. And, uh, you know, I just garnered a lot of love, uh, just putting smiles on people's faces, you know, very, very pure and natural. And it kind of morphed into something bigger. And as I... uh, you know, I went into real estate, uh, uh, in which, of course, my office was in Soho. And in the later years, I started getting more involved with the charities and entertainment and combined uh, a lot of things. You know, my passion of music with charity, and I uh, started doing concerts. And here we are. Oh, wow. How many years? What's that span of time that you've been doing concerts? Like well, and that's really not a long time. Years. It's oh. it, it's really recent years. I'm really just a guy behind a desk like most of the audience listening in, okay, that, uh, you know, I, I just had this, you know, I just had this passion of music, and I just had this uh, feeling that I had to, uh, you know, and, and I wanted to do something to give back because the saying on my website, SohoJohnny.com, where I announce all my events is, you know, every day is a blessing and a gift. It's very simple words, but they mean a lot. You know, it would be great if we all could just wake up with that attitude and just make the world a little bit better, a, a better place by just always having that. Because it really is, every, we are blessed to be here and to wake up every day. Everything is, is, is a gift. Oh, my goodness. I, I definitely agree with that. So uh, you mentioned classic rock. So what other musical influences uh, you, you're planning, and we're going to talk about this in great lead-in, influences you when you're doing your charity events? Because most of your concerts your fundraisers for some uh, charity. So what other musical influences? I told you, I looked at your Facebook page, and I know you had somebody from the Southwest, you had Leon there, and you an actor, you had um, somebody from the Lynch Sisters, and I didn't get all of them on your Facebook page, but those just stood out because I remember those growing up. Well, back in the day, of course, uh, you know, in the, you know, late 60s, early 70s, it was all rock at that time, you know, before the advent of disco, which was a completely different genre of music. And I guess, you know, some of my greatest influences of that time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid Who fan, you know, I love Roger Daltrey, uh, Pete Townsend, of course, you know, the late John Entwistle and Keith Moon. So, you know, I would just, you know, it, it, they were resonating in my garage back in the day. Um, and then, of course, you know, in later years into the 70s, it was the advent of disco. You know, what I loved about disco is that, you know, hey, listen, I'm getting dressed up. I'm going out clubbing here with my friends, and, you know, everybody felt good, and, you know, you just, uh, you know, looked good, felt good, and it was such a great time. And, and the music had, you know, there was such great music that came out of that era, too. You know, the words had a lot of meaning. Not that it's not today, but, you know, of course, I guess you identify with it because that was your, that was your, I want to say, my generation, all of our generation at the time. And, you know, good music resonates forever, right? So, you know, but disco, I mean, and what I loved about disco is that, you know, disco was born kind of like in the underground, of, uh, you know, in those days, you know, like a lot of beautiful music uh, is inspired from. And, uh, you know, in the greatest melting pot in the world, which is a city like New York City. 
Yes, yes. So are you a musician? Or are you just a aficionado of music? You just love all things music. Do you sing? Well, I guess that, you know, I'm not, I don't... Uh... I don't read music, okay? I haven't really studied it uh, in that way, but I, I've, uh, yes, I guess my instrument is my voice, is my vocal cords, which I've been on and trying to get them better and better. And, you know, when I, I mean, I say perform when I get on stage, you know, because when I do a concert, you know, I'm jamming with all the artists, you know. To me, it's a privilege to have them. <laughs> I'm so blessed to be able to do it, you know, to do something to try to raise money for charity and do something that I love. I mean, there's a certain passion that's within me to connect with the audience and make people just for a little bit in their lives, you know, take them away from their lives and put a smile on their faces. It's to me, and to have a charity mixed into that is such a rewarding experience. And I get so much love, especially for people for charity that come and approach me. It just fills, fills my sails up all the time. Well, for what motivated you or drives you to want to do it um, as a charity to raise money? Because I know the way you just did for Saturday, um, benefited the American Cancer Society. So, do you have a personal story behind what um, motivated you to want to do it? Well, gosh, I mean, it's. I mean, thank, it can't. American Cancer Society, cancer touches all of us. The, the statistics are alarming. Mm-hmm. I lost my dad. I was very blessed to have a beautiful father that that reared me. Uh, you know, I lost some cousins, and you know, I I think it's a, it's crazy statistics out there. And you know, it's not just trying to find a cure. Okay, I pray, I hope and pray that something sometime that's going to happen. Okay, but you know, it's just a little you chip away bits and pieces at it. You know, to do something because if we do nothing, nothing gets done. That's about anything. There's a lot of great charities out there. I just happened to choose cancer because it was very close to home to me. And, uh, you know, it's also, you know, giving to the quality of life of people that, uh, you know, that are diagnosed with something. You know, it's, it's, it's quality of life, extent, life extension, or even the psychological aspect. You know, God forbid you hear about a member of your family or, or, or when you first, you first hear about the, the C word, cancer, you know, in order to navigate through all that and to, uh, you know, it's so important that we outreach and we hold each other's hands. Life is life. Nobody lives forever, but we need to keep striving. We're made to strive. We're made to to deal with adversity. This is my belief. It's not. It's not supposed to be a bed of roses, but we're here to make the best of it and to and to support each other. It's so important. It's part of my of, of what I try to brand with my Soho Johnny. Oh wow! So when you through, how long? Walk through that process. You decide I want to raise money for the American Cancer Society in 2019. So he. question uh you know i just you know there's so much of a variety of music here to choose from um and uh, you know a lot of these artists i mean i just have such and the audience too has such an admiration for the artists that you know a little bit older but they're still out there you know giving their best okay it takes a lot to be a performer especially those people that have to go on tour and always give their best it doesn't matter if you pulled your back or you know you had a little quarrel with your spouse or whatever's going on at home when the show must go on, they have to put the best on, and that's 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 part of, part of the difference. What makes a great performer, okay? And so, like when I get out there, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm so, it's almost I have this something inside me, and I, and to have the privilege to work along all these artists. I mean, like in August, I did uh, you know my biggest show, and it was in Stamford, Connecticut, okay? 
And it was more like a festival because it was <laughs> it was basically 12 hours, okay? I had a whole daytime afternoon Whoa. and I had a whole evening. And I have the privilege of working to help me with the, with the American Cancer Society. I had Denny Terrio from Dance Fever back in the day co-hosting it with me. And I had Tavares, Heat Wave, Harold Melvin's Blue Notes, uh, Planet Patrol, Instant Funk. Uh, I, had, I had Monty Rock the Dirt, uh, a beautiful man. Good, I, I love him. And, uh, you know, he's up in age, and he was the original DJ on Saturday Night Fever. You know, he did that song, Get Dancing, that we all know and love. Uh, you know, my wig is wet, my chiffon is wet. And Sharon Brown, uh, Fonda Ray, Terry Desario, you know, you know and, and, you know, I was jamming up on stage there and singing. And, you know, it, it's just it's such a beautiful thing. It's a good cause. Everybody has a good time. I'm working with my artists. So, you know, I pick out music that, of course, I love. And, of course, if you know the music, I make that's half the battle of getting up there and giving it your best. That is so true. That is so true. So how many events do you do a year to raise money for charity? I, I, I couldn't hear you, Loretta. What was that question? I, I was asking how many events a year do you host this year? Oh, it's, uh, it's, speeding, <laughs> it's speeding up now. <laughs> it looks like I'm going to be doing probably at least four a year, you know, four to six. A lot of times I'm called in to assist, okay, like I have a dear friend of mine, Charles Patchy. He's a cancer survivor, I believe, himself. And, you know, he's calling me in to assist on his next show in October at Russo's on the Bay uh, in Queens. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm getting approached by a lot of people to try to help them. And, you know, fundraising is, you know, it's kind of, it, it's, it's, it's a worthwhile cause and, t- and task. And I, you know, I try it. A lot goes into a show, so I try to help in any way I can. So, between myself and uh, other people that I collaborate with, I'd say, you know, between four to six shows, it's becoming morphing into a year. And uh, that's a lot, trying to squeeze in a lot of other things I do. But, you know, it's important. You know, I believe it's something that uh, I just need to do. But do you consider yourself an event planner or promoter or host? What do you call yourself? Loretta, you're asking me what I want to be when I grow up. Well, first of all, I don't think I'm completely grown up yet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm going through doors that I never would have gone through before when I was younger, okay? You know, and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, as we're brought up, okay, society imposes different, I don't want to say restrictions, but certainly conformity on us, Okay. And, you know, it's important to have rules for, you know, for keeping the peace and everything. There's reasons for everything. And, you know, there's, you know, get up, go to get a job, money, and that's all great. And they have necessary things to do. But, you know, I think it's important to, uh, you know, not always, you know, be a conformist, okay, to always feed that inner inner spirit that we all have somehow and just feed it and, and, and maintain creativity as you go forward. So, um, um so having the, said that, um, do you consider yourself? What do you consider yourself? I've been just a, a great person who wants to do the major humanitarian endeavors benefit the world at large. Well, I think the other things that I've been doing. I mean, I I, I just did cut my first uh, song track, okay, which I'll be releasing soon called Coasting to Delight, some originality, and uh, I'm going to do a few more, 
And uh, the one that I'm really looking forward to doing right now is uh, is a love ballad, okay, which I'm so looking forward to doing. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, oh, the greatest wow. artist, the greatest, you know, the expression of music is really the expression of love, okay, and or, you know, unrequited love or whatever. And so if you look at some of the greatest compositions that have been done, you'd be surprised. A lot of them are born from uh, uh, adversity or oppression or experiences that we deal with in life, okay? And somewhere inside, there's a phoenix that comes out. People need to portray or to express in, in, with the language of music or, or something like that in order to see how they, what they're experiencing. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's an expression of beauty because it's the breadth of, 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 you know, the greatest joy and the greatest failures of our life that inspire us to, to go on, okay? And that's, you know, in, in, in my eyes, I see a lot of the artists. And if you look at history, I know, what was it, Beethoven or whatever, you know, who, who, was, short, who was blind and who was this, and they dealt with whenever they look at, uh, you know, uh, Stevie Wonder, okay? So mm-hmm. no matter what it is to rise above, and that's the, the very essence of the human spirit, and they'd be able to do that. That, that I, and that expression of beauty is uh, is what I try. I, I think it's what I feel inside with myself. Okay, because we all have ups yeah. and downs, and uh, you know, and if you could just do something and really do something good for some, for, for your fellow man, woman, whatever, and you tie it with something that you really enjoy, and you could put smiles on people's faces. Let me tell you, I think I'm blessed to be able to do that. That is so beautiful. So um, that leads us to my next question. You said you're gonna, um, you have it, you're gonna be releasing a song. You're gonna do a ballad, and so who is someone that you have not worked with that is like on your wish list that you would love to um, have perform at one of your concerts or even do a ballad with or perform a song with? Wow, that's that's a great question. Uh, so I'm gonna give you a few different answers. Okay. Um, Okay. Listen, of course, you know, one of the temp I mean, the very Brit- essence of the British invasion, like Paul McCarthy, okay, who would I, I would just want to spend some time with him. You know, he's, you know, it's, it's so brilliant in what he's done, uh, uh, you know, with everybody. And they, I, would, I would love to spend some time to collaborate with him just a little bit, uh, to be in his company to do that. Uh, uh, of course, you know, my favorite, one of, I guess one of my favorite bands of all time, The Who, okay, Roger Daltrey. Uh, Pete Townsend is still rocking it, still doing such a great job. And that would be for rock, okay? But if it would be for a love mm-hmm. ballad or, or anything like that, you know, names like Sade or Gloria Estevan come to my mind, you know, to collaborate with them, okay? Or some or mainstream, yeah. maybe a Lady Gaga or Madonna, okay, for like more mainstream. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, but just to have have the privilege to be able to work with with such great artists like that would be uh would be so wonderful. Oh yeah, the legends, the icons, the people whose music is timeless, and like some of the music and the performance we have now, nobody's going to be talking about them in the next few years, which is unfortunate because sometimes they just put out a bad song and don't put out their best because somebody advised them of that. So I I love that list. I really really love that list. So. I wanted to ask you, why do you believe music is such a powerful force in our lives? You kind of mentioned that it's about love and it's universal and we can all relate to that. So what is it in your opinion that you believe is such a powerful force? Well, music to me is a companion. 
okay? It's a companion to make uh, tough times a little bit lighter, to make light times a little bit lighter. Uh, and it's, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, it just makes things go on just a little bit better in life. You know, this old saying, I think it's biblical, he who sings prays twice, you know? And, uh, you know, and just uh, as I was saying before, you know, it just, you know, it just, it just resonates from uh, whatever you dealt with in life or whatever you do, you know, you want to, I want to portray, for me, I want to portray, project it out. Okay. I want to project it out and say, listen, we're all in this together. Okay. You know, you know, I have, I'm going through a hard time. Somebody else is going through a hard time. Well, this is, this is a beautiful thing that happened. You know, I want to share it. We are, uh, 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 we are made to be, you know, community-oriented people, okay? I think it's in, in our core. And a big part of my SohoJohnny.com brand is all about community, okay? It's about, you know, that type of togetherness. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's about outreach, okay, which is the charity. You know, I try to tie it all together. And, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. far I've been getting so much accolades from it. I'm, I'm just so flattered. And, uh, you know, it continues to drive me forward. Awesome. That is awesome. So tell us about your game that you're recovering from still on Tuesday that happened on Saturday. Tell me um, how well, did that Saturday was some of the performance. Yes, yeah, Saturday was a, a smaller event that I had in West Greenwich Village at Castle FM at my friend's place in, uh, on 140 Charles Street. And uh, we kind of put it together uh, in kind of the last minute because I didn't want the holidays to go by without doing something, you know. And, uh, you know, it's that kind of thing, you know, the best, it, it's like my Christmas shopping right now, you know, you're supposed to do it in advance and be organized. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with this. I kind of pulled it out of my butt in the last minute. And, uh, you know, I was so fortunate. So many people, you know, that, that, that's what's so wonderful, or rather, because I have so many people, because, you know, getting a name out there for what I'm doing, like they call me John, say they kind of want to be on my show. And I'm saying, I'm so flattered that you would think that way, you know, for a good cause, you know. So, you know, I had uh, I had Kim Sledge from Sister Sledge. She was wonderful. She performed with her daughter, which is, uh, she's, she got a, uh, uh, Apple. I told her the Apple, I said it on stage, the Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Her and her lovely daughter performed uh, with me on stage. And, you know, we are family. I mean, that was that was great. I had uh, uh, Leon, Ro- Leon uh, and the Peoples, you know, Leon Robinson, Leon and the Peoples. And we know him from the Temptation movie. Um, uh, mm-hmm. My friend Strafe Standard. I mean, how could we not know that club? Oh, we all know that club song. Set it off on the left, Joel. Set it off on the right. He's great, and his and, and Radar, his uh, you know, who does the drums there. Great people. So so much fun. Mike Musto. We all know him. He's a media mogul, uh, formerly of the Village Voice. He came and jammed with us. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just. Uh, I had Rainier Martin. She's a She's a kick-butt Donna Summer tribute artist. I love her, too. I had her on my 2018 summer show, and she came back, and uh, uh, I was uh, privileged enough to do Heaven Knows. I played the male vocalist in Heaven Knows uh, in that. uh, Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I had uh, Eban Brown, uh, who's the uh, former lead singer of the Stylistics, and then, in the, you know, kind of like in the last minute, just through friends just who had showed up through other friends, and uh, 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 Magic Coleman, you know, Magic Coleman, and uh, from the Drifters. 
So it was just kind of cool. impromptu. I'm on the stage with Matt, you know, Magic Coleman and Eben Brown playing uh, stylistic songs. And I had uh, this young lady, Gabrielle, who uh, I just met at the, uh, I, 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 I had uh, met her uh, at, uh, abroad and uh, I just invited her to the show and she had a beautiful voice. And we ended up, she did the female part of uh, You Make Me Feel Brand New. And I had Ebon and, and Magic on the stage with me. And, you know, I think we kicked it out of the park, and I got to tell you, it was only impromptu, you know, but there was such positive energy and so much love into the room, you know, and it just, uh, it was just so great, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I had uh, my good magical. friend. And when you have Leslie, that, yeah. I, I just, I don't want to forget to give credit to everybody. I had Debonair Casanova, they're a tribute band to uh, Jackson 5, Commodores, and, uh, and, and Cool and the Gang. They kick butt, and my good friend Desi, and the uh, and the underground uh, was it under uh, undercover band, and uh, they they started off the evening with classic rock. So, now we filled the whole gamut there. I started earlier than most concerts, and uh, you know anybody. I've been getting accolades ever since then, and it's so wonderful. So it's it's so it's so when you put pieces together, you know. But you know, it's, it's not about me though. I want to emphasize, it's not about me. It's not that I want to take credit. It's all about teamwork, as I said before, community, and just people getting together for a good cause and just celebrating the gift of life. That is absolutely amazing. So how does each person just do one on one song, or as I heard from you all, did a collaboration? So how does that work? We had a lot of people on stage, and were they all just one song or two per person? How do, you, how do you organize uh, that? Well, it doesn't, I mean, as I said, there's a fair amount of work that goes into it, okay? And obviously, you've got to look at the length of the song song set for each artist that they're going to perform. You know, is there a band? Or there, is there going to be a band with musical instruments? Or are we just going to have track music where we're just playing the track and they're singing, you know, with, uh, with their vocals? Uh, and then, you know... I, have, I obviously I tell them in advance if I'm going to be performing with them because you know I'm very I want to make sure everything is out there before the show, and uh, you know time it out and uh, sometimes you know and I, things can go exactly as it's supposed to Saturday, but guess what it turned out just as good if not better you know because I'm so friend, glad you, you said that because, because you know it, they think there's a perfect event and there isn't. Exactly. It's not, you know, you're not supposed to, and it's the same thing, I think, with acting or any type of expression of artistry, okay? You know, when you're really mm-hmm. reaching in from the depths of what's inside you, okay, and you're projecting it out, and, then you, of course, you have some parameters, what you're trying to portray, what type of music or whatever it is, you know, um, that is, that's the individuality, okay, that, you know, when you put all individuals together, Okay, and you put all in, in, if you put all different individual ind, individuality together, it create it creates a piece of art. It's like everybody has a stroke on a painting, and that's how I like my concerts to be. Okay, everyone has a stroke, and at the end we look at it and say, hmm, the the the, the sum of the total is better than the individuals. Okay, because it's all about us together, and that's how it is about life. That, that's my Sahojani thing. You know, I'm I'm. Trudging away here, and uh, again, it's just it's just such a beautiful thing. I'm so thankful. Oh, my goodness. I, I am thoroughly enjoying our conversation, and can you believe that we only have, like, two minutes and a half left? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a question 
said, I want to ask you, I've been fascinated by this entire process and your passion for what you do at the high level of excellence that you um, do these things at. So my last question, I guess, because we only have two minutes, would be, um, oh, my goodness, I have so much. Which one do I want to ask? Okay, what advice would you give to your younger self, knowing and having experienced all that you have? What would you tell the younger Soho Johnny? The younger Soho Johnny, that uh, go with your heart, okay? Go with your heart and mm-hmm. always keep keep on nurturing the flame, okay? No matter where you are in life, no matter what you're doing, no matter what's around you, remember, we're not meant to be just a brick in the wall, okay? We're meant to be individuals. We're meant to have – there's – I don't want to – we could allude to it as your soul or whatever – you want you want to be able to express. You want to let let that come out. Whatever you go, whatever you deal with in life, remember you're an individual, and there's something inside that you have to express because that's the very essence of life, and it's very important to do that. And if you want to do it so that you're doing it in a positive way, remember, Loretta, it doesn't matter what walk of life life we're in. We're all role models for somebody else. It's, you know, I, I allude that's to true. like that part in the Bronx Tale where Robert De Niro, the bus driver, is speaking to his son, and the son's looking up to Chaz Palmateri that played this big shot, okay, this mafia guy. And he says the true hero is the ones that get up every morning, okay? You know, and they get up and they get and they work and they do that like your father. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. You're a role model for someone else, and you have a responsibility. You know, I believe that we all have a responsibility to show our best so that we imprint on everyone else. And I think it's so important to always to remember I these said better. I could not have said it better. What a fantastic statement to end the show on. We all are somebody's hero and somebody's role model, and we have to live that out loud on purpose. So, hold Johnny, you have been an inspiration for me. Uh, we're going to definitely have to have a side conversation. I want to hear more about what you're doing for 2020, and maybe there's some opportunities for collaborations. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be my guest on the Red and Mary Live, and hopefully we'll get to do this again. So um, thank you, and for everybody who's listening, and I see all these callers that were trying to call in. I'm sorry I couldn't take calls. But um, we have another show coming right up. Loretta, I just want to thank you for having me on the show. Um, for anybody that's interested, SohoJohnny.com for any alerts in, uh, in the future of what I'm doing, or PepRealEstate.com, that's yeah. my real estate company. But thank you again, and I definitely am looking forward to anything. And, uh, it, and, and remember, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah to all listeners out there, and God bless you all. Amen. God bless you too, Soho Johnny. Until next time, on Loretta McNair Live. Don't go anywhere. We have another show coming straight up after this one. Just give me a couple of minutes to transition. Bye bye, everybody. Stay online. We have another show. Okay. Thanks, Johnny.